What is going on, everybody? You are back on another edition of Ballin' Over Beers. I am Justin Dupengeiser, and I am joined, as always, by my guy, A.K. Howe. A.K., this is the U.S. Open PGA Bats and DraftKings show. It's major season. How you feeling? Oh, I'm feeling good. Uh, I love where golf is heading right now. A little fight on the Corn Ferry Tour today. All the stuff going on with Brooks and Bryson. Uh, I don't think people thought this is what we did this summer, but uh, golf is really stepping up its entertainment game. Yeah, you weren't kidding. I did. I saw that um, the Monday the Monday Q Twitter guy tweeted that out that there was a little bit of a fight and arrest and everything on the Corn Ferry Tour. So a lot of a lot of action going on uh, for, for a Monday here on golf. Um, pretty wild. Pretty wild. But um, yeah, so the PGA, they're, they're headed over to uh, Torrey Pines for the U.S. Open. Just got done with the, the Palmetto tournament, which was, you know, just pretty much a disaster for me from a betting and drafting standpoint. Um, just didn't have a good feel on the tournament to begin with. I actually went pretty light on it for that reason. I, I wasn't, didn't like it very much, but excited to be back uh, for, the, for the major here at Torrey. Uh, should be pretty interesting with the field that we got. Um, what we're going to do, we'll go like we do every time, is we'll go range by range. You know, we'll talk about betting odds we like there. We'll talk about DraftKings pricing kind of at the same time since they kind of coincide with each other and, and kind of go it that way. Just real brief course overview. Everybody kind of knows what's as you see it, they play the farmers here every year. I don't think it's going to play like the, they have it for the farmers. It's going to be different. The rough is going to be way up. Um, it's going to play long. It's an extremely long course. It's going to be hard to hit greens. It's going to be firm. It's going to be fast. It is going to be, as you've seen, it was we've seen from all the other events here or in the past for the U.S. Open in general, um, it's, it's the big boys come out to play and come out to win. You know, it's been DJ Brooks twice, Spieth, you know, Gary Woodland, generally speaking, you need to be a bomber. You need to be long off the tee. And that's, I'm going to be focusing quite a bit on, on the length, the driving distance off the tee this week with, you know, you got to have an all around game. Obviously you can't just be a drive, you know, hit the ball a mile and then suck everywhere else. But um, I'm going to be focusing quite a bit on, on driving distance uh, this week, but interesting betting board for this week. We'll start up right up top with the people under 20 um john rom at 10 to 1 which is just wild and then you got brooks at 16 dj at 16 bryson at 18 and, and xander at 18 um i love rom you know obviously rom is coming off of the last time we saw him he was up you know six strokes at, at the memorial and then was told he had to withdraw because of covid um found out he had two negative tests, so he should be back. But the last time we saw him, he was in great form. But, man, 10 to 1 is wild. Uh, from the top of the board here, uh, I, are you liking anybody as far as betting, or who do you have your preference of up top for um, DraftKings-wise? Well, DraftKings and the betting board are a little different because yeah. Speed is the second-highest-priced guy on DraftKings this week. But um, Yes, he is. If I was betting – I kind of really like Rom, 
but that would be the only bet I make. So I'm like kind of debating between going all in on Rom or splashing a little bit around a couple other guys. Yeah, that's, you know, I, I, I can't pull the trigger at 10, but I can definitely see the argument. If you're going to do it, make that your only bet kind of and, and go all in on them. I'll tell you, I'm looking pretty hard at Brooks at 16. I think that that's pretty interesting value right there. Um, you know, when you look at the DK pricing, Brooks 10-1, Bryson 10-4, DJ 10-7, Spieth 10-9, Rom 11-2. I think, I think in that range, my two favorite guys are Brooks and Rom. So Brooks at the bottom, 10-1, Rom at the top at 11-2. Uh, it'll be interesting to see kind of where they come in ownership-wise. If you, if you had to rank those guys on, on DK um, above 10K, do you have two favorites from that, that range, or who would you like to buy? <sighs> 11-2 is a lot of salary to chew up. Um, Brooks at 10-1 is pretty juicy. Even Bryson at 10-4. I'm yeah. going to stay away from um, DJ this week. And I don't think I can spend 10-9 on Spieth either. Yeah, the, the DJ is an interesting one. He's obviously been playing pretty okay. Uh, I don't think I'm going to get there either. Um, and like you said, the Spieth, man... I don't know. I don't know what to do with Spieth yet because he's been he's been playing so well, but um, I don't know if I can pull the trigger on that. I actually looked him at at the betting odds. If I do, I might bet him and leave it there. But he comes in the range of people under forty. So Spieth and Rory are twenty. Then you have Morikawa and JT at twenty two. Cantlay and Fino at twenty five. Patrick Reed and Victor Hovland at twenty eight. And those are everybody. That's everybody under 40 right there. Um, in this range, I've already bet Victor Hovland. I got him at 28. I, you know, I talked about how I'm going to emphasize Super Bombers, and he, he fits that mold. He's $9,200 on DraftKings. Um, I, think, I think I might honestly just bet him and not play him. I think he's going to be super, super popular in the DraftKings um, world. So I think it's just a bet for me. But I'm looking hard at a couple of the guys in this range. I really, I like, I think Rory at 20 is really interesting. I think JT at 22 is really interesting. You know, Patrick Reed at 28 is really interesting. Um, I got some tough decisions to make. Are you leaning any way in this range? Are you going to make any bets in this range? I am really in love with Rory right now. Um, the last four events, excuse me um he's gained more than four shots on approach uh, sorry he's gained more than four shots on approach in his last three events um he plays Torrey Pines historically well uh two top five finishes in his third time I think it was like a top 20 and 20 to one is just I think a generous number for Rory right now yeah and that you know his off the tee game hasn't been like Rory asked, but it's still been good, right? And like you just mentioned, the thing that I, I see on it is the same thing with the approach game. His approach game has been – his irons have been absolutely on fire. Um, yeah. And at 20 to and, 1, man, does that seem like just a juicy number. Like that's that's the guy that – him and like JT. So JT is kind of the same way, right? JT, he has been right. interesting. At 22, like, you know, 
his best putting surfaces are pole, pole and bent. So bent by a pretty considerable margin, but pole, he's in the positive too. Like at the Memorial, he gained three on approach and 4.1 off the tee. He just lost 8.4 putting. So like he was great everywhere except for on the greens. And now we get a green where he likes it better. And he's gaining like that off, off on approach and off the tee. Like he's not a bomber. He's not like a super bomber, but he hits it long enough off the tee that, you know, you're hitting your irons that well. I don't know. He's, you know, JT's third in my, in my custom stat model on fantasy national in the last 24 rounds as well. So at, at, I don't know. I'm looking at like, I'm looking at Rory and him at 20 and 2022. It's really tough to get away from those numbers to me right now. That's kind of where I've been. I've, you know, I just talked about going all in on Rom and my other option is uh, Rory and JT. I kind of like the Rory JT just because, um, you know, we talked about it before you're betting guys to play their a game of golf. Yep. No one's going to win this tournament playing their B game. No. You know, someone's going to come in and play an A game. And if Rory can get his, you know, off the tee dialed in just a tad bit more with a short game right now, he could walk away with it. And JT, if he can get his putting, you know, back, he could walk away with it. I mean, you can say that for any of the top guys, but at 20 and 22, it's pretty juicy numbers for two of the top five guys in the world, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, you're getting double the odds of John Rahm, like literally, like Rahm is 10. Yeah. These guys are, you know, is, is Rahm twice as likely to win? Probably not compared to those two. Well, and then if you really think about it, if you're going to put 100 on Rahm, you could put 50 on both those guys, get the same payout, and you're getting two guys for the price of one. Yeah. And your win equity is probably substantially higher with Rory and JT than just betting on Rahm. Just one guy. No, I, I agree. Um, and I, I like those guys quite a bit but you know Xander he he's $9,300 so he's in this range where the betting range is so Rory's 9.9 JT 9.7 Morikow 9.5 X 9.3 Hovland 9.2 Cantley 9.1 on DraftKings so Xander's in in that price range on DK as these guys but he's he's getting the 18 to 1 respect which I don't I don't understand and I do like him quite a bit this week on DraftKings he's he's like never finished outside the top 10 in the U.S. Open he's a he's a West Coast guy you know San Diego State he plays on Paul Greens all the time um, you know he's just so solid in his all-around game so I, I definitely like him for DraftKings but that the betting doesn't make sense to me there and then the other guy that I like even at you know, 25 is Patrick Cantlay, who we just, you know, saw win the Memorial, and a guy that's really rounding into form. Um, he's seventh in my custom stat model on Fantasy National in the last 24 rounds, and 7.9 and 6.1 on approach in his last two times out. Like, I mean, you could really close your betting card off right there if you want Rory, JT, and Cantlay, and you could have a pretty, pretty good, pretty good card for the week. Yeah. Um, but there's no one else I really like in there. I wish Patrick Reed's number was uh, a little bit lower than 28. Um, yeah, so that Reed is I thought he would come in at like 35, but yeah, I can't get him at 28. 28 to 35 number because he just he wins, you know. Yeah. So, um, that next range we'll go everything under 60. So 40 to 60, you got Hideki and Scotty Scheffler at 40. You got Will Z at 45. Berger, Lowry, Hatton. Webb, all at 50, Cam Smith, Louis Ustason, 
Paul Casey all at 55. So those are your guys under um, under 60. Uh, I have not bet any of these guys, but I do like a couple of the guys specifically in DraftKings, Will Zaratoris and Shane Lowry. I like them quite a bit in this range. Um, as far as the betting is concerned on DraftKings, Will Z, 8,600. And, and Lowry's, um, I think he's considerably lower. Yeah, he's 76. So you could see kind of the betting difference in the, in the, in the DK pricing difference. I, don't, I, think, I think the pricing is wrong on Lowry. I think 7,600 is way too low. He's one of my favorite plays this week on DraftKings. Uh, he's, just been, he's, been playing, he's been just playing really good golf. And, and you, the, yes, he has. The betting marketing, the betting market reflects it, but the DraftKings pricing does not. Um, there's someone else I like in there. Uh, I've had him a couple times this year already, and that's Paul Casey. He's in his last four majors. He's finished second, 17th, 26th, and fourth. This year, he's 37th in uh, driving distance. So for being in his 40s, he still can get off the tee pretty well. And I don't know if I like him to win a bet, but I do like a top five or top 10 bet. And at 7,900, I think he's a good DraftKings play as well. Yeah, I think Casey's a good play. I think people are going to play him. He's projected right now right around 16% owned, which makes sense. He's, he's, he's very solid at everything he does, and he's only 7,900. Again, another guy that I think the betting market is, is giving a little bump to, and I think they have to. Because of those placement points, if you're betting each ways and stuff, they got to keep it keep it down a little bit like that. Right. Um, next range here, uh, we'll go from 60 to 100. Justin Rose, Matthew Fitzpatrick at 60. Eric Higo off of his win at the Palmetto at 66. Abe Answer, Jason Kokrak, Joaquin Neiman, and Phil Mickelson at 70. Chuck Hoffman, Corey Connors, Mark Leishman, Tommy Fleetwood all at 80. So those are guys from 60 to 80. I have bet Jason Kokrak. I got him at 80 to one. He's already down to 70 to one. He was at hundred when he first started. Um, I think like kind of like Lowry, I think this is a mispricing. He's $7,600 on DraftKings. He's second in my model right now. He's somebody that's just been playing really good golf for a few months right now. You know, his last finishes. So he, he won the Charles Schwab. Then he was 49, 13, 49, 9, 8, 9. You know, he, he's rattled off a bunch of top tens in there. He hasn't lost on approach in any of those. He's actually been putting really well, which used to be his kind of biggest downfall. Um, I think that he pounds the ball off the tee, which I'm going to have a huge emphasis on this week. He hits his irons super well, his long irons, you know, really well. So I really like Kokrak this week as a bat and as a DraftKings play. Um, I, I know we talked about it before. We already have money on Neiman this week, and that's pretty much the only person in that range I'm going to be having money on. All right. And then when you get up above uh, the 100 mark, you get your guys like Adam Scott, Gary Woodland, Harris English, Max Homa, Sungjae Im, all at 100. And then you know, some deep shot guys that are, are down there. I bet Max Homa at 100. I really like Homa this week as a bet. I also like him as a play on um, DraftKings. He's $7,300 on DraftKings. Again, he's a West Coast guy. He hits it far enough off the tee. Poa is his best putting surface. 
The last time we saw him at the Memorial, he gained 2.1 on approach and two strokes off the tee. So he's been playing, you know, pretty, pretty well and seems to play the tough events pretty well. So six at Memorial, six at Valspar, another really traditionally a hard, hard, difficult course. Tenth at the API, first at Genesis. So some really tough tracks where he, he kind of shows up and he plays well. Um, so I like him quite a bit. And at 100, I think that you get great value there. Um, uh, there's somebody else down here. Oh, Matt Wallace. <laughs> Matt Wallace at 200 to one is just a, a crazy number. Bet him and I'll bet him probably top 20. And then I think that's it from down there for me. Any, anybody you like down below here? Um, I was looking at Adam Scott a little bit. I don't know if I'm going to pull a trigger on him. Um, I had a hundred to one. He's so inconsistent, but if he gets it going, I could see it going. And I know I'm not going to bet Matt Wolf, but man, how, what a crazy world that last year, Matt Wolf was what, like probably 40 to one at the U S open. And now he's 200 to one. Yeah. He's, he's, and just, he just down. fell apart and yeah, he's way down. But you know, you just seen Mickelson come in at 201. So like we said, if uh, he comes in with his A game, I mean, he has a chance to compete, but most likely uh, Wolf's going to come in with like his D minus game and miss the cut. Yeah. No, I, I think I'm off Wolf this week. I mean, uh, like you said, though, it's not, it's not the worst bet in the world. There are some guys that are, I mean, the thing is, is with the US Open, you got guys that I literally have never even heard of down here that are just, you can pretty much cross them off the list. There's legitimately probably 50 guys, maybe, that'll compete. I mean, there hasn't been a winner outside the top 30 in official world golf ranking of the, of the US Open in, in years. So I think it's like the last like 10 or 11 winners or something like that um, have all been inside the top 30. So you're yeah. This is this like I said at the beginning. This is a big boy tournament, right? So you've got to really bring your A game um, when you come down to that. Um, some of the you know long shots or some of the the guys, the scrubby guys down below, like Matt Wallace is seventy one hundred. So I think that that's a good DraftKings play. Um, if you keep going down the board, underneath you know seven thousand. I don't know what I'm going to do with this Wolfo Nina. I can't even say his last name, Nina Burr or whatever. So he played last week and the dude just absolute hammers the ball. He finished 14th at Palmetto, but he is like, he he's the furthest in the field. Like he outdrives Bryson by 10 yards. Like he just hammers the ball. He's 6,900. I feel like he's going to be pretty popular, but he's pretty interesting there. A guy like Johnny Vegas, you know, $6,800. He's third in the field in driving distance. I think that he's a pretty interesting one, and he's been playing pretty decent um, as of late, I think. So, you know, he gained 7.7 off the tee at Palmetto and 3.5 on approach. You know, he's not a great putter, but, I mean, down here, like, if you're going to put the emphasis on one thing, it's going to be, you know, driving distance, and that's what he does really well. So I kind of like him as, yeah. as a guy under 7K. There's a lot of guys under 7K this week. Obviously, with it being the U.S. Open, you got a lot of guys that yeah. making their first uh, career start, as you would say. Yeah, there's a lot so of guys it is, under 7K, but there's not a lot of guys you can play. <laughs> right. So it's going to be very interesting and uh, see 
you know, one or two of them make the cut or sneak into the top 20 or something, you're going to have a huge advantage over the field of being like probably 0.06% owned, but it's pretty tricky. And yeah, the, I, I like the low sevens more than the yeah sixes, but I mean, that's the, that's the risk with uh, playing ROM. You're going to have to sprinkle down in that range and get yeah. lucky. I think with down here, guys like Johnny Vegas, even maybe like a Dylan Fratelli, who is, you know, 15th in the field and driving distance, pretty good around the green, 16th and around the green. Um, he's somebody that I might look to, you know, if I if I try to get like super aggressive up top and maybe pair, a, uh, you know, a Ram and a Bryson or a Ram and a Brooks or somebody like that together. You know, Eric Ben yeah. is down here. He, he is at 6,700. He, he played last um, pretty decently at Palmetto finishing, you know, 10th, 4.6 on approach, 4.7 um, on the, on the greens. Paula is his, his preferred. So he's coming in with pretty good form. Um, you know, there are some sprinkles down here. There's not many though. There is not many that I would want to play under seven, seven uh, K. Um, AK, why don't you, uh, Go ahead. We'll wrap this up. This is a nice quick show here for the U.S. Open. Tell them what maybe your favorite bets are or favorite DraftKings plays are, and then I'll go through mine. Um, I think my favorite DraftKings play, uh, I know it's a little chalky, but Paul Casey this week with his price range and how consistent he is getting you a top, you know, 20. And then I think I'm for betting, I'm leaning really hard to the Rory JT card. And then sprinkling someone else in there to uh, round out a threesome with those guys. Nice, yeah. Paul Casey, I, he is you know seventy nine hundred dollars, and a lot of the sh shots at Torrey Pines come from two hundred plus proximity, and right now he is first in the field in the last twenty four rounds from that distance. So he, he's a pretty steady guy. He's definitely somebody that if you're playing cash games, you can plug him into your lineup at $7,900 and really you're going to be able to build, you know, pretty, pretty balanced lineups there. Um, so for me right now on the betting card, I have bet Victor Hovland at 28, Jason Kokrak at 80, um, Max Homa at a hundred and Matt Wallace at 200. So I, you know, those three bombs, not really three, I guess, two coke rack at 80s kind of a bomb but those three guys that put sprinkles on you know with their odds being so high you don't have to allocate too much to them you know the the thing i'm looking at right now is kind of the same thing with the rory and jt do i want to bet two of those do i want to bet one can't lay super interesting to me at 25 it might be you know jt rory can't lay figure out of those three guys do i want about one or one or two of those guys and then kind of kind of call it a day um I think DraftKings wise, I like I said, I, I really like I really, really like Shane Lowry and his price point. I think he's got a really good play. And then I think Brooks, I think Brooks might be end up him and Rom from up top will be my two highest owned guys. Yeah, it's I like Brooks at his price point the most out of the top guys. Yeah. Any closing thoughts before we get out of here? I'm gonna have, make you pick the winner. Who's it gonna be? Uh, I'm using Rory for my one and done this week. So I'm going to go with Rory and that's going to be my winner. I don't, I don't mind that call. I'm actually going to, I'm using Bryson because I haven't, I haven't used Bryson yet. So 
I don't know if I'll use Bryce Hunt on DraftKings, but I, I like I like him as a one and done. He's he's a tough guy to get away from. Any of these guys at the top could end up winning. That's the thing about if you're gonna fade guys at the top, just understand that you could definitely end up losing to them because <laughs> that's why they're the best they're the best players in the world. So um uh, uh, quick question for you. Yep. How bad does the PGA want Bryson and Brooks to be paired on Sunday, like tied for the lead? Yeah, oh, it'd be the best thing ever. I think that. I did see somebody was tweeting out that they've they've heard, and I don't know who this person was or if they actually had any any on any of good authority, but they're not going to pair them Thursday and Friday like everybody was hoping. So. Oh no, you can't. You got to save that for the weekend. We just got to hope that uh, they get in get in contention. Maybe it'll be be paired up together. I think it would be amazing. That I think I feel like it, the competitors they are they would just feed off of each other, and you'd see some pretty pretty great golf. Or you'd see just like. Uh... 10 cup moments, them trying to go for it and uh, just failing miserably because they just want to one up each other. I don't know. These guys, I would, I'm hoping for it, man. That would be the best. Nice, nice Sunday finish with Brooks and Bryson up top. That'd be pretty sweet. As long as I have them, (laughs) (laughs) as long as I have them in DraftKings or something and I'm, I have a chance to win money. If I'm not, you know, if I'm out of it, then maybe that, because I don't know if I'm going to bet either of those guys. But maybe I'll bet maybe I'll bet Brooks and just skip out on the the whole twenty range. I don't know. Yeah, just a AI on Brooks. Yeah. But. All right, this is the Balling Over Beers PGA Bets and DraftKings show for the U.S. Open at Torrey Pines. That is AK Howe. You can find him on Twitter at Kenny True Love. You can find me on Twitter at jdiz1617 make sure you are smashing your like button on the way out and tell us who you think is going to win this year's u.s open um if you're listening to it on the audio podcast leave a five-star review say something good about the show those things go a long way for us um helps the algorithm helps people find our podcast and gets more listeners to to our to our site so much appreciated if you can do those things but uh appreciate everybody stopping in And we'll talk to you next time.